this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Crazy Sexy Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany, and I'm joined by my two friends, my co-hosts, fellow Sagittarius. We have Meek and we have Elizabeth. What's up? What's going on? Here at Crazy Sexy Cool, we give our black-ass millennial opinions about the crazy, the sexy, and the cool hot topics. So let's jump right into this hole. Uh... So I wanted to kind of, look, it's a lot to talk about today. <laughs> and I'm already like low-key exhausted just thinking about it. But um, I, I'm going to be completely transparent. I have been going to therapy. I started therapy a couple weeks ago. And not because anything traumatic has happened in my life personally. Yes, we're in a pandemic and that's traumatic enough. 2020 has been crazy but I feel like I was I was having this feeling like everything was just going too good and I was like bracing myself for like some bullshit to happen but I realized you know going to therapy is a good thing you know it's it's you know like a wellness check you know just checking in you don't want to go to therapy because shit is crazy you want to go to therapy to make sure things don't get out of hand so um so like I was saying like I felt like things were going really well, too good, in fact. And she gave me some advice. 
she told me that I should make a brag book where I realize or remind myself of who I am and what I have accomplished in my life or even just within this year because everything is, you know, I feel like it's going very well for myself. So I thought that was a great idea. I just kind of sat back like, okay, let me, you know, remind myself of who I am and what I have accomplished because I feel like with the craziness of everyday life, sometimes we can kind of forget how how dope we are, especially like as women, because I feel like as black women in particular, when we are successful and we're doing well for ourselves, people don't want us to celebrate. And I feel like we should. And so I wanted to bring this to the podcast. I wanted to bring this to you guys as well to take a moment and brag on yourself. So I think since you brought this to the table that you should go first. Okay. I can do that. Um, (laughs) So number one, this podcast that we started during this pandemic has been doing very well. And I'm very proud of us. For when we first started Crazy Sexy Cool, we were cranking out two episodes a week. Yep. Now, as <laughs> as as moms, that's a lot because we have you know five and six year olds like running around the house, and you know there's really no schedule because the kids didn't have school or you know work. We just didn't know what was going on. Our whole schedules was kind of like fucked up. So for us to start this podcast and really be authentic and true to ourselves and not really hold back on the topics and our opinions. I think that's just really dope. Um, Me personally with this whole podcast, I'm camera shy, believe it or not. Um, I don't like being on camera. I don't mind talking, but being on camera is just not my shit. However, we have a YouTube channel that these episodes go on (laughs) every week. So, you know, that's just a reminder. (laughs) Subscribe, you know, rate, comment, <laughs> like all that, you know, all that terminology. Yes, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and I'm just really proud of this podcast and this platform that we have, we have built. Um, and I'm also very proud of Bikini Honey that I started over a year ago. She's doing very well. And I thought when this pandemic hit, I was like, shit, I might have to, you know, put this on the shelf for a little bit. No, I kept posting, kept promoting. I'm still selling swimsuits just like I was when I started. Like business has not slowed down, which has <coughs> honestly surprised the hell out of me. So Bikini Honey is doing very well. Um, and I feel like I'm killing it as a mom and a businesswoman. I'm able to balance. Sometimes, I'm going to be honest, sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming. Like I'd be having too much dip on my chip. But... I think that's all moms. But to still have so much on my plate, I feel like I'm doing a great job. My son is flourishing, and I'm super proud. Um, And I've taught myself some things that I've wanted to learn as far as, like, video editing, um, audio editing, and just stepping out of my comfort zone and doing things that 
you know, especially with writing and filmmaking and producing content. Um, this short film, short animated film that I'm a part of called Genesis has done very well. It's making its rounds in film festivals and collecting awards. And I'm super, super, super proud of, of this project. So, I mean, it's just so many things. Like, even, you know, socially, um, meeting people and networking and just building, you know, personally. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people who have probably followed me on social media within the last few years only see me as like a mother, but I'm showing that I'm way more than that. You know, I'm on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Not me. Now I'm shy. Now I'm shy. It looks good on you, Bethany. I'm I'm really I'm honestly in a great space I'm really happy and I'm and I'm instead of you know bracing for some bad shit to happen I'm just trying to live in this moment that everything is just good right now and it is what it is I you know what I used to date this guy um like 15 years ago who used to always have this outlook that he couldn't be he couldn't be happy because he knows that something bad is always going to happen and kind of like uh take the rug out from under him you know what i mean yeah and i always like that too. yeah and i used to always think like that's kind of a fucked up way to live like why not be happy but then i found myself feeling that same way and so i had to kind of like sit back and be like you know what things are good be happy be in the moment and if anything bad happens I mean, you know, we cross that bridge when we get there. We take oh, risk, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> risk takers over here in, in Sagittarius <laughs> land. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so who's next? Who's next? Go, 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 go. Who's next? <laughs> oh, okay. Who, who next? next? For real, though. Um, <laughs> I'll go next. Okay, I'll go next. Okay, yeah, I said I'm going next. Um, <laughs> this isn't normal for me to brag about myself. This is really taking me out of my box. But it's it a good thing that I'm doing this because it's very, this isn't, I usually compliment my friends and I'm okay with that. I'm not the person that, um, that like brags, like not necessarily bragging about yourself, but yes, bragging about yourself. Because growing up for me, bragging about yourself, you get, you know, girls used to be like, you, you know, think you are that. yeah like who you think you are you know what I'm saying so I already put myself in that um like that box yeah that box where I'm like okay well maybe I'm doing too much you know and um now I'm getting older and I'm realizing that I'm fire as fuck uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm getting more comfortable bragging about myself you know just just a little bit not not too much um let's start off with also like Everybody knows this. We're awesome moms. And um, this whole virtual learning thing is really a lot. <laughs> yes. 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 But I'm really proud of, like, the, the effort that I'm giving with my daughter and her growth. And that's that makes me happy um, as a mom, whether, you know, people see it or not, because I don't really show my daughter on the uh, Internet. But, you know, she's with right. me every day, guys. Every day. Every day. She she lives here. <laughs> she lives here. She's my roommate. She's my roommate. My bro. And just in between that, I'm like, I'm the only one that's back to work now. Um, 
that's that's hard with all this COVID thing. Um, just you know, gotta pay the bills. Um, bills gotta get paid. Yeah, and then just me working on the side, far as like with my agency, I'm still picking up gigs. I'm still learning new things um, with them. Um, sooner or later, I'll be taking acting classes, which that is exciting. That's also getting me out of my element as in talking as so as this podcast. Like, I'm not camera shy, but me talking on camera, yeah. Oh, we That's know you me. ain't camera shy, girl. Look, y'all, look, you pull out a camera, Liz, she just lights up, honey. This is why she is my bikini honey model. Yes, for life. You already know. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just um, um, sooner or later I'll be working with new photographers, new people, working, continuously working and growing with my modeling career. And um, just me being a better person, you know. Um, I actually have sticky notes around the house now guys where I'm like you know oh, we, we being Mary Jane you know it, it brought me back to those episodes where I gotta remind myself because like sometimes I get up and I feel like in a sluggish mode and I'm like mm-hmm. okay I gotta remind myself that like I said I'm fire as fuck you know hello so yeah, yeah I mean that's all I have for you guys on me today um another <laughs> you just brought something up that just reminded me um oh. Yes, I am a single mother raising my son and I'm doing it without any financial support from his father. Mm-hmm. Full transparency, full transparency, okay? Because I am holding this yes, shit down. Ma'am. Yes. During a pandemic, okay? And my son yeah. has everything he needs and then some. So, mm-hmm. that's another talking point there. Don't you find it isn't it it isn't like it crazy how it's it's like when you hear about the baby mama baby daddy narrative it's like oh it's like so frequently broadcast of like the drama right Mm -hmm. but i feel like the part that's not commonly broadcast is like how much we hold shit down and like how much we actually protect those men yeah you know like i could easily wreck shit on yeah. some like Angela Bassett, you know what I mean? <laughs> way to no way tell. Tell. <laughs> like I really could, like with like the like the that artillery that I'm carrying and like the shit that I know and like the access I have. If I really wanted to, I could wreck shit, but I choose not to. It's not, it's and, not, it's not our character. It's not. No, it's not. But I, well, I, I'm saying this because I feel like I honestly do feel like that's that's more common than what's being broadcast. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of um, us who just raise our child and we mind our business, we mind our child's business, we just do what we got to do right. without creating this huge scene. Like, we just do it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like, it is almost like we're protecting these guys because we it, really... No, it's, it's definitely... it's de- And right, and, and then it's like, and then the crazy thing is like, right when you say that, when you're like, oh, and I'm doing it on my own. And first off, you sh- you know, that that's that's admirable all by itself you know but then sometimes it can be looked at as where it's like why you got to put him out there like that and it's like why am i protecting this you know what i mean like or why why can't i go why can't i have my glory you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying why can't i own that why do i have to be so concerned about what it may make him look like it's obvious that he's not concerned with what it may make him look like because if he was then he would you know right he would do his part right do his part so yeah, like 
Yeah. So, so yeah, that was a full transparency moment because I had to I had to say that. Like that's something that I'm actually very proud that I am taking care of my child. He wants for nothing. Okay? Mm-hmm. He wants for nothing. Awesome. I I share that too. Are you done? Wait, what, what are you I doing? am. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I share that too. Like I have these moments where like I'm just vacuuming my house and then I, I watch like the sun, you know, pierce through my blinds and like it's Not just like this girl. And like it like it just brings this over like this like very like uh serene like ambiance in my house and to know that I did that. Like I created yes. that. I created that from nothing. Like, I wasn't given anything. And not only did I create that for me, but I also created that for my for my son. For, like, when I see Elijah, like, you know, sleep and know that he's peacefully see- sleeping, that he sleeps so good here because he has no worry in the world. He's not worried about, you know, somebody coming to get him or can I, am I going to have to, like, he don't have no worry in the world. And I just watch my baby peacefully. And it's like to know that I'm capable of building that and creating that and giving that. It's like. You turned a house into a home. Right. A safe space. A safe space. A safe space. Like, and I'm very proud of myself of creating that, you know, because it's not only. You know, I did it. it, I'm going to be honest. It was a very selfish act because I wasn't thinking about anybody but myself. (laughs) But But that's okay. Yeah, no, it came out of like, out of like my need. Like, what do I need for it to feel like a home? Like, But you have to be straight in order for everyone else to be good. That's what I was Mm -hmm. about to lead to is that like. That's another lesson. Like, I always said that, like, I I used to say that to a girlfriend. I used to have, she had a kid and I didn't have, Eli wasn't in the picture then. And I used to always preach that to her. I'm like, yo, like, you have to, like, invest in yourself because once you're good, it automatically rolls off to your child. Like, if if you're that type of mom that's set up that way, that, I understand that there's some moms that's not set up that way. But... For those moms that are set up that way, it just automatically rolls off. So, like, because she's always like, I do it for my baby. I do. I'm like, but what do you do for you? Right. Like, How do what you take do you, care of yourself? What do you do for you? And, like, any time she would do something for herself, the guilt would just be so heavy because it's like she felt like she was taking away from her her child. And, um, and this leads into my theme of this episode, which is perception. And perception is going, you're going to see where I'm going to go through because it's like I'm noticing that that's like a key factor with everything that's going on around me right now. And it's like, you. I, this is something I tell Elijah, like you change your perception, you can change the world. And that's what I honestly had to do. Like I had like it's beyond putting your big girl panties on when it comes down to like climbing these mountains that we've had to climb from being single mothers to being the soul, the soul, you know, um, uh, financial supporter to you know learning how to counsel yourself and how to say make it's okay to cry you know and like giving you get like how you say be like giving yourself grace and saying yes. like it's okay it, it's all right have your moment and really have your moment 
and then let's get back to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but not only when we get back to it, we gonna re, we gonna assess, reset, maybe pivot. You know what I mean? And get back to it. Um, I'm so proud of myself. I honestly am. Like, you want to talk about giving shit and turning it into fucking gold? sunshine. <laughs> sunshine, yeah. like, like being placed in so many I don't know what the fuck how is this why me I stopped asking that question that I just stopped asking that question um and being placed in what 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 it has done what 2020 has done and I thank 2020 for this is I thought that I was strong but over through 2020 I've definitely built up my callus you know, like mm-hmm. when it comes down to handling hard situ, or, no, I don't like the word hard. <laughs> Dealing with challenging, challenging. Situ- challenging situations, like you, you have to build that callus. You have to like you're gonna you, you're gonna be in your room like puzzled and like what the fuck and like shit. I had a fucking panic attack like fucking three three weeks ago, and you know through like some friends, but also with myself, had to cancel myself through that. And guess what? Three days later, I was back at it, like back at it stronger than ever and even gained some lessons from it. So Mm -hmm. if I was to brag on myself, it's like, I feel even more than ever that I'm becoming the woman I'm, I know I'm destined to become and I can feel her. Like I can honestly feel myself align like before I knew I was like divided inside. I knew it. Like I could feel it. Like I, I would have this dream of of a vision of me, but I knew who I was and it was like it just seemed so far away. But I can now literally feel them coming together. You're finding your purpose. Well, I, my purpose was already found, but like to really, it's kind of like that line that Drake said, and I'm gonna fuck this up because this is I'm just <laughs> right now. Just ask but, Liz; she know all Drake's lyrics. What's that line oh, he, said? he said? He said, "When you, when you are what, when you become what, what you think you are." What song is? What's the name of the song? Uh, now I'm have to I'm have to revisit it. I'm gonna bring it up later on in the show. Well, basically, it's like you know you have you like, and it's crazy because we just talked about this in one of my class. You have the person that you are. You have the person that you ought. And ought is the person you that you goal to be. And then you also have the person that's be that's like, you know, like your de- your default self. The person that like, you know, got the bad habits kind of thing. And I feel like I'm becoming more aligned with my ought self of like, I knew I was capable of doing this. I knew I was, you know what I mean? I always knew I had it all, but fear, doubt, anxiety, you know, distractions, all that shit, like, got, always got in the way, so it wasn't until 2020 set my ass down, removed all of that shit out of my motherfucking life, and where I had no choice. It it puts a mirror in front of you, and you have no choice but to look at yourself. Right, and I think also what, what it, what it comes down to is, uh, I always say with great awareness comes great responsibility. It, it comes, you get to a point where like 
you become consciously aware of who the fuck you are. And at that state, you have to decide, am I going to go back into bliss, bliss, ignorance, or am I going to choose responsibility and, 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 and responsibility is hard as fuck. Like you got to, you have to like own it and be like, okay, no, nah, nah, I can't do that right now. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have fun, but I can't do that right now. Or you can go back to ignorant bliss. But the fact that the matter is, you know what the fuck you're doing now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those rules really don't apply. So yeah. So yeah, like I've been killed. Like I ain't gonna lie every day, like with, with this homeschool and shit. One week, I feel like I'm a fucking, you know, the best teacher in the world. The next week, I'm like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? Like, what and how and all that. Um, but that's I normal. Just, I just have to continue just to have faith. Um, and and also through this whole process with 2020, I've truly learned what it means to trust myself. Mm. You know, like trust that I'm making the right decision, not only when it pertains to me, but when it pertains to Elijah. Like, I know my son. I know, I know, like, you know, his, his flaws and like, you know, where he excels at. Like, and sometimes I'll, I'll be like homeschooling him and I'm like, fuck, did I do the right thing? Fuck, is it too late to go down and register? Like, him in the class? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? But then... But then, like, I'll actually see the virtual learning, and I'm like, yeah, Elijah, Elijah can't be like Elijah. No, I, I know you, you right. Like you, you, you did You're the doing right, the right thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're following your gut. Yeah, and and I'm learning to do that with a lot of things, like business, school, personal, health, yeah. spiritual, everything. Just truly like trusting trust in me you know so um yeah I, I always knew I was a badass you know what I mean but and see now I know why you call me Tony Charles because I've been watching more girlfriends you watching it you see yeah so you I do see? have Tony I definitely do have some Tony in me yeah I always knew I was a fucking badass but I feel it even more now than I ever have ever you know, your skin like, look good. Your edges like, is growing in. Right, right. Who is she? Who is she? For makeup, and I don't know how long. I'm like, oh my god, I love this person that I'm becoming. Yeah, like, yes. yeah. So I'm excited. I'm I'm completely excited. I'm completely. I'm truly excited. Um, to see like, like it's not it's not like like what's next. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I was just talking about that because I have friends who have like this, like they wake up early. They just have this like lust for life. Like each day is a new opportunity to get up and like get it. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I I really admire that about a lot of people. Like, you know, we got Elizabeth here who will be at the gym at six in the morning. It's like, bro, oh, you just got off work like four hours ago. But, you know, <laughs> you start your day, you get up, you go at it because you yes. got goals and you have a certain thing that, you know, it's, it's something personal that you're trying to obtain. I love that. Right. Like, I like to see people say, you know what, I'm, this is what I want. And this was a, this is there are certain things that I need to do to obtain it. And I'm I'm checking off each box until I get exactly what I'm trying to reach. I mean, I but Bethany, you, you, you do that too. You up to like 4 a.m. editing videos. Like, 
I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so it's crazy. But you're doing that something up. like that personal for you because you want to achieve, you want to get better at doing that because that's something that you're interested in, you know? But that's crazy that you bring it up because I do think that, I think that's important when it becomes, when it, when it pertains to like personal growth is that like, especially now with social media, we have, we have a over like access of, of options or like, how can I say like, uh, like you see, you see so, so-and-so living a life this way and so-and-so living a life this way. And, and it's kind of like a catalog type of thing where it's like, Ooh, I want to dress like this, but have a business like this and did it like this. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. like you, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, how can I say this? Um, how you say like making your house a home, like you got to go in as though, as though, and like, look, look around within yourself and okay. I can upholster some, some, some wallpaper here, lay some carpet here and make, make it home inside. Like you, you can't, you can't sit here and judge or try to, you know, be like, or, you know, aspire to be like other, I, I, me personally, so that might work mentally for some people, but me personally, it's when I start to get to know who Meek was, and I start becoming more accepting of who the fuck I was, and when it was like, Meek, you know what, you're not a morning person, now that doesn't mean that I don't get up in the morning, like, no, that means I have to reassess myself, like, look, you think that you could just lay down and go to sleep and just wake up in the morning? No, you don't work that way. The way you work is you got to get a certain level of sleep or 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 like set your alarm at six o'clock so your ass to be up at eight. Like that's it. no, that's shit. <laughs> you know, I was just I was having a conversation with my mom because you know I see a lot of. I wish that I could be a morning person. Yeah. However, the life that you know, so Meek and I we work together you know, in the nightclubs, we dance together. You know what I mean? We get home at three thirty, four in the morning. There's no way that we're going to go home. We're going to get two hours of sleep and get up at six, six thirty, and just magically become, no, we had to tailor, you know, a lifestyle that worked for us. We had to make something that worked for us. Everything isn't going to look the same across the board. Like some people, you know, yeah, they can get up at five thirty, go run a mile you know, come home, get dressed, shower, you know, and, and go to work. But that's not for everybody. I had mm -hmm. to realize, like, what everybody else is doing, that that's not for me. I have to do what works for me, my lifestyle, my child, what, you know, because I've always been against this whole term where people be like, um, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead, blah, yeah, blah, blah. No. no, honey. No, you need sleep. I, I'm going to get my eight hours. <laughs> That's what I'm that's, gonna do. <laughs> go, Bethany. I'm I wish I could. No, but in, in, and that's another thing when it come, when it pertains down to trusting yourself. I'm trusting my body. My body say, I right now I'm exhausted to the point where like I can't even. My thoughts are like processing very slowly right now. I'm like, <laughs> I need some fucking sleep. And best believe, Me once too. I lay my ass down, I am sleeping. And that's the benefit of homeschooling. Because guess what? That bitch going to ring in once I say it rings in. Mm -hmm. I don't got to log in for nobody else. So if that's what I need, like, no. And I, but I've also done that with Elijah. Like, I've honestly done that with Elijah. And it's crazy how, like, when you're a mother, you can kind of read that with your child. Where it'd be like, you know what? He needs to rest. You yes. know, like, like mm -hmm. he needs rest. Not medicine, like he needs rest. Like I've done that where like it was a school day and I'm like, no, I'm gonna let you sleep. 
until you just wake up naturally. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, are you done bragging on yourself, Meek? Yeah. You That's know, it? Forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, not to mention that she's working while working right now. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. She's, in, she's look, look at her. She over there typing like a motherfucker. Goddamn. <laughs> Look, this is the type of shit you gotta do when you when when you when you about to become a doctor. So, I, like, I don't. All right, Doctor Johnson. Doctor Johnson. Doctor Johnson. Well, that sucks because you won't be able to be my therapist. No, she's still gonna be mine. We already had this talk. Why well, can't be your therapist? I can't. I can't hire her, bro. She know too much. <laughs> that's no. That's true. That's true. It might, it might, it might affect the the way you receive what I'm trying to give you right now. Not me. That give too. it to me raw. I'm like truly excited. You I know, this it. is a really healthy practice is to you know to speak well about yourself because a lot of people mm-hmm. just talk so negative, uh, negatively about themselves, and I I feel like it's out of fear. It's like some people are afraid to really become their true, powerful selves. Right. Like when you or, really get to also, a certain level. Also, but it's also that narrative of like, of like it being seen as conceited, or yeah, you know right. what I mean, like and all like that. You're not humble. Carton, no, like, you're not yeah. humble. What man? All right, so we're gonna move on to, I guess, the hot topic of the week. Uh, so here we are. Guys, we're talking about this bald-headed hoe again. Um, <laughs> Tory Lanez is back in the news, honey. He decided to uh, crawl out of his hole, crawl from out of the uh, troll bridge that he was up under, and he has resurfaced. He uh, decided to tweet. He said, uh, to my fans, I'm sorry for my silence, but respectfully, I got time today. 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so people thought, like, you know, he was going to go live and address the situation. But uh, for some reason, he thought it was a good idea to release a 17-track album addressing the incident between uh, himself and Megan the Stallion. So did you guys listen to Tory Lane's album? I did. I actually did. The whole thing, or did you just pick through the songs? I didn't listen to all of them. I probably listened to probably like seven. That's a lot, bro. Maybe six. So, so why? Why did you guys listen? What made you want to tune in? I mean, I tuned in because it was going to be a topic of the show, um, mostly. <laughs> and I wanted to hear both sides of the story before I spoke on it. And obviously, there's two sides of the story. Um, and he said he didn't do it in his music. Like he specifically said, like he did, like not that he didn't do it. That like how it happened, it wasn't like how she's saying it happened, and she knows that. And he's kind of hurt. He's hurt. He's upset that all the people who he thought was his friends are not, you know, are mm. speaking out on him, and um, that all of them had his number and they could have called him if anything. And, asked him specifically like did you do that you know what I'm saying and um he's human too you know at the end of the day 
And I, I actually feel bad for him after listening <laughs> to that album. <laughs> I'm I feel bad. I feel really bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel, feel really bad for him. He's sad. He, he's hurt. And um, obviously, so you gonna you gonna throw him some sympathy, pussy? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus, no. Uh, but yeah, I feel I feel bad for the little guy. <laughs> Next. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so, so what made you listen, Meek? <laughs> so okay, I have to take a moment, and I I got I'm always checking everybody else, and I gotta take this moment to like, I guess you can say publicly check myself. During this Tori and Megan thing, I did something that I said on this show that I would not do, and it was it's, that was very hypocritical of me. And that is uh, when we spoke that, oh, you know, if a woman comes out and have allegations against a man, I'm automatically going with the woman. And I spoke against it. And I spoke of, like, my concerns with, like, if a, a girl was to do that to Elijah. And when this first came out, I did exactly that. And, but I looked, of course, I looked deeper into it. And, um... So I listened to the album, and at the end of the day, we don't know what the fuck happened. And so I'm like, I, 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 I like, I feel for Megan, you know, because I'm a huge fan. But at the end of the day, I do, I was not there, and um, I don't know what the fuck happened. So right. I'm, I, I can't. I, all that, all that bashing I did, that that was very hypocritical of me to like do all that bashing. And there are two sides of the story. Also, um, also, oh, fuck, where am I going with this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember my chain of thought. Um, fuck, I can't. I like lost my chain of thought. But oh, but but also like another another thing too is I do think a lot of people are using this. Um, oh, okay. Well, before I go down that road, I do think a lot of my of me like coming at him was from like from me being a black woman and me knowing what that feels like to go unseen, unheard, unprotected. And so like I a lot of that was you know. I'm not excusing, like, like I said, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not on nobody's side. Like, I, I, I can't sit here and be like, I'm all on Megan or I'm on Tori. I'm not on anyone's side. The shit was fucked up, bottom line. And to be honest, if he shot that girl for no reason, he's fucked up. If she came out and lied on him and knows the truth, she's fucked up. And that's my stance on it. But I do feel I still have a strong a strong stance on like black women not being protected. So like I do feel like that was a bit like I was projecting a bit when I was like going in on him. But it's gonna be interesting to see how this shit all um unfolds. Unravels. Also, I do question some people's intent, um uh like addressing him, you know, uh like taking it to taking it to social media like i do i do i do question some people's intent um because they have questionable behavior themselves so it's like 
if you it's not even about asking like hey man did you do it no like if you really want to get in contact with this dude it was multiple ways that you could have got in contact with this dude but to but then to just publicly just like to do like a whole kind of low-key like show monkey you know um thing about it yeah it's like it's like I do question not everyone's not everybody but some people I do question like they motives behind it it's friends uh, so called for me, for me, I, I didn't listen to it. I just feel like it was just incredibly in poor taste. I think it was bad timing, especially with you know it being not even 24 hours with you know the officers not being charged with Breonna Taylor's death with her being shot and killed. You know, it a lot of people question if Megan was even shot at all, and you know, medical records, I guess. People have obtained cedar cyanide uh, records saying, like, yeah, they removed fragments of bullets from her foot. So it's saying, yeah, she was shot. Of course, we were not there. We don't know who pulled the trigger. But I think the most important thing when it comes to me is when Megan came out on live and she said, Tori shot me. That's it. So, you know, this is still in under investigation. So, you know. People are doing their job as far as, you know, looking into this to solve this crime or whatever. But I'm going to believe Megan until otherwise proven wrong. I just feel like Tori releasing this album is almost like he he is using her trauma to sell records. He is using this to get people on his side and turn himself into a victim like he's he's like no look at me like these people took me off their albums and you know this is fucked up and people don't believe like bro this happened and you literally went radio silent which honestly i think was the smartest thing to do was to not say a thing do you and think then doing so an album some, with, like some like people like okay you saying like because like, this was my if this was my son and he was accused of shooting a woman i would not advise my child to be quiet if he didn't do it, I'm like, no, we're going to, you know, you're going to go out here and explain what happened. Why right. be silent I mean, if you didn't do it? If someone right. said, bro, if so, if, but if no, no. came home and was like, yo, mom, this girl's saying that I shot her, blah, blah, blah. No, you no, 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 like, no, what? no, Did you no, do it? no, you didn't? We, okay. we, no, but we also need to like, cause a lot of things are, a lot of things are, are in place here. And so I think that's, I think, I think that's the part that's kind of like getting removed. It's like, it's real easy when, when you're not the one that's, that's making millions off of songs when when you're not the one who career is on the line when you're not the one whose name is being bashed to say oh if i was him i would have done this it's the same thing with megan where it's like you're not the one who was shot to so to be like well why did she get on live and and that's the thing is that like because everything is no you didn't question it but people did question it so what what the thing is is that we we get so caught up in spec speculating and like watching this shit like we watching like fucking love and hip hop on our fucking phones where it's like no these are actually lives that are involved in the in the in the simple fact is it's none of our fucking business it's none of our business and we don't know what happened nobody oh. knows nobody knows what happened you hear two different sides of the story we have we, we they like. You have Megan's side of the story. She has fragments in her foot. And then you have Tori's side of the story. And he has this whole album. To sit here and say, oh, it was, 
it, it wasn't in good taste. When was he supposed to speak? If he was to speak before Megan spoke, people still were fucking like, people still would have something to say. There's never a good time to say, to speak on this type of hot, like highly emotional uh, so, case like this ever. So ever. for me, I feel like when it comes to he say, she say, men usually get the benefit of the doubt. So this was really like triggering for me because I've been in an incident. I know exactly what it feels like to be physically hurt, physically harmed by a man, like literally busted up, bruised. Like you can literally see what happened to me and people say that I'm lying or they have sympathy for him. It's like, oh, well, what did you do to make him do that to you? Yeah. So it was, I mean, because as soon as this happened, it was like, oh, you know, you know, she's, she's, you know, super tall. She's, she's a no, man no, or, you know. that shit's but, fucked that, up too. That shit's fucked up. No, that, that shit is equally is, fucked up is, as well. This is, it's, tr it's triggering for a lot of people because men are usually going to get the benefit of the doubt. And I feel so strongly about, you know, protecting black women and trusting black women when they say they have been harmed in some kind of way. I'm not going to go and be like, well, I want to hear both sides. It's just kind of like, no, I do. I do. And I, I think I, and, and I I, that's, a, and that's the thing that I had to own up to is that like, just like you, how that was triggering for you, it was triggering for me because I have the same experiences, but I can't allow my personal experiences from, uh, to allow me to make irrational decisions of like just siding with someone and not hearing the clear facts. The fact of the matter was she also was highly, like, highly intoxicated as well. So it's like, I'm not, and, and like I'm saying, the, every anyone that's speaking against Megan and saying that they, like, trying to, like, throw all this shit at Megan, they're, they're just ass fucking wrong. So I'm not siding with Megan over Tori because all I'm trying to say is give it time for everything to roll out so we can have an actual story find out what actually happened and then make our stance and be like, Tori, that way we can fucking fucking grill his ass the way he, you know, rightfully would deserve to be grilled if he did do it the way she said he did it. You know, like to, like, feel like, to jump you know, to conclusions before, before everything started, before the process and everything started to roll out and to also not add the fact that Politics does play a huge part in this. People do start moving certain ways when they when they need a certain outcome, so that way it doesn't affect how 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 things play out. Whether it's your your music career and you know possible um, business connections and future money negotiations, that shit actually is a thing. There's other people involved that are that we don't even know who their fucking names are. So to and and they're getting us involved and wait and they're doing like. And this is on both parties. This is on both parties that they're wave, they're waving, they're 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 uh they're uh influencing us emotionally. So, so you know, I read argument. some of the lyrics with him. You know, still admitting he he admitted to still like being in love with Megan, and it's just it's just unfortunately it's also triggering. I just feel like we're being manipulated. I feel like he's been reading all these comments and being able to, you know, take the comments of these men bashing Megan as if this is something that she almost deserved, you know, using this, uh, solidarity of like, you know, toxic male behavior and comments in the, you know, in under Megan's photos on Twitter or wherever it may be. And it's like, it's almost like, 
that's the it's just, part. It just, it just, the, it just really feels like patriarchy. It just feels like patriarchy and capitalism have just like linked up together to capitalize off of a traumatic moment. Like this girl but is still know, healing from you, this. But you know that that can that can that argument can also be stated for Megan as well. Because also right after this situation, she released like a couple of singles that are now like chart chop toppers. And people could say like that, that 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 they people can say that she used the whole sympathy thing to help, you know, like catapult like that. What do you mean like what? You the, what the Cardi the Cardi song. What the yeah, hell do they, you mean? They they did that they did that months they before. They did that. You know I mean? They did that. They recorded that, but I'm talking about and releasing that's, and that's it. Cardi I'm talking songs. I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking about releasing it and it also has Megan on it. So, I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm not saying that's like she went in the Cardi recorded, team, you know. No, but that but but Megan is still a part as, of it. Yeah, but as Megan, far as the Megan rollout, still, like all Megan, I'm trying to Megan say, can't let this I'm not, stop her career and stop her flow. I'm not, I'm not asking that. I'm just playing devil's advocate. And all I'm saying is that everything that you're stating for Tori can also be stated for Megan. And the bottom line is, we don't know what the fuck happened. Is that's that's all I'm saying is just, we don't know like we don't black, know what the fuck happened. So I just feel like black pain is industrialized and like we don't really receive justice, but we'll get a documentary and people will make money off of that. Black women get shot and you get an album. Yeah, you the, get sales. You whole, get, that, and then for his team to come out and say, oh, you know, proceeds of the album is going to go to Breonna Taylor's um, foundation. And like, bro, come on. Like, it sounds like a nightmare to be a part of Tory Lane's PR team. I would have quit. Like, bro, I, I can't. This is just too much. It just seems like Everything is just incredible, tacky timing. And to make an album, it just seems like it's just in poor taste. Like he's, um, he, to put out I mean, an album. But to be honest, B, like, if, if, even if he was to sit on live in a suit, in a suit, fucking feeding the children before anything, it says something, you still wouldn't have listened to what the man had to say because you already have your perceived notion, you know, or, or like your your biasness when it comes I down to the situation. Exactly. It, so it very familiar. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so I, I think that and and that's where like with me I'm mean, to make a rational decision. Especially and I think that's also I feel like us jumping to conclusion when it pertains to cases like this interferes with cases getting its proper justice. I honestly do believe that that because like we get so emotionally riled up that once things start process, you know, tries to process, it get it starts to interfere. I just feel um, like this I do that our brain is triggered because it's something that's familiar and it gives us this moment where we're like something about this I don't trust. Like you your gut is telling you something. Yeah. And yeah, you can call it emotional, whatever, but sometimes that's needed to make sound decisions. I mean, I'm not that, that, I, like I not, said, until not. until, you know, LA they do their investigations and they say who whatever happened, happened. Cool. But that girl was shot and she said it was him. And that's just what I'm going with. And that's what you're going. And that's but I, I, I besides all that, um, the thing I do agree with is that for him to Go on an album and confess his love to Megan. Um, it would it, it like I do question. I mean, well, not question, but it's like standing up for her to see, you know, to win when people were like attacking her. You know what I mean? So like that that problem that I do have an issue with because that is something I can talk on because that is something that was d displayed in front of me. 
Uh, that that was something that was just that, you know display, displayed in front of me where it's like you know you go and this is something that's common where men talk about how much they love a woman but but when you know she is in need or you know whatever like you're not there to like you didn't say anything you didn't come out you didn't tell your your fans or whatever to stand down and you didn't say like hey you know guys like don't do that the truth will come out you didn't say nothing like that. You just allowed it to happen. So that to me, that that was bad, you know. But like I said, I like after I, after more of the stories start coming out, I feel like I can make a more of a sound decision on like whether I need to fucking grill this gremlin or you know what I'm saying or. Yo, his music don't even slap like that, bro. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not It's not that bad. Can, you know. I can go without listening to him without a problem. Yeah, it's a couple people I can't, you go I can't without listening to. I can't name yeah. three songs. Yeah, perception, word of the word of <laughs> no, the day. No, it is. It's all. Per- it definitely is all <laughs> word of the day. <laughs> all perception. Ooh, I'm sorry, I just can't rock with this. I, I just, I don't know. It's just something about his voice and his tone. And then, like, certain interviews I've seen of him is just something that just has always turned me off of this guy. And I'm not, like, and it has nothing to do with his height. And I'm just being, being just being honest here, him being short as hell, that that's not an issue for me. It's just something about his energy that just has always turned me off. And I follow my gut. And I'm a, I'm a until, you know, I am proven absolutely wrong. That Megan is out here being a big bold faced lie or what you know, then then cool. Now, this, like, you know, the, yeah, plot, that the plot the plot has situation. the plot the has plot. definitely thickened, like for real. And all I gotta say is is that whoever, whatever, like, like, bruh, like y'all teams or whatever, like, bruh, y'all. I, this I told you, like, I would not want to be a part of any of their like Megan's PR team, Tori's PR team especially, I would want to be a part of it. Jeez. Like that I would I'm like, look, I'm about to put in my two weeks cuz uh <laughs> No ma'am. That's the so, part, that's the part in fame that I just can't get with where it's like it just completely removes the human factor of it. You know what I'm saying? Like That's the thing with social media I like I don't I can't rock with that. Like in the whole when Doja Cat was going through her whole thing, I know her PR team was like, she went live, and I know it was definitely against the counsel of her PR team. Yeah. So she could speak on, you know, some of the comments and, you know, allegations that were made against her. I just can't. It's almost like you're trying to babysit someone from afar, and people are going to do what they want to do. So, right, yeah. but then also yeah. people, people are so fucking judgy on people, like, as though you can't you know, have a change of mind or can't be taught a lesson or like, you know, yeah, like it's some shit that I've said on this show that like now I probably wouldn't say the same thing. You know what I mean? And I feel like people and people just act like they just so fucking perfect, dog. And it's like, yo, like I might say some irate shit today and then tomorrow I'll be like, really think about what the fuck I said and be like, yo, I pro-. and that's the reason why I had to think about the whole Tory thing and also think about like why I felt the way I felt. I had to own that shit. Like, you know what? I really went in on old dude. I don't know him. I wasn't there. You know what I mean? But I can't admit that it had a lot of it had to do with my own biasness and my own projections of from what I've gone through as a black woman. And it's right. sad. 
it's sad that as black women, we've gone through such turmoil and pain that we can't, that we have to set ourselves up that way. You know what yeah. I mean? To like, to be on a defense and to like, to, to be on guard like that. Like, that's sad. So I, I, I think with, when it comes to Tori, like knowing that, you know, in certain video, well, in video shoots, he requests like light skinned women, like he has a certain aesthetic that he's trying to put out there with his whole image. It just turned me off. And it's something about him that just, it just does. Like I said, it's the energy that he gives off that I just can't, I just can't rock with. But I mean, let's say he could be a cool person. Let's say if, you know, let's say Megan's lying, right? Cool. I'm still nothing's gonna convince but you, me. But you never were to, like, a Tory fan. Him. But, but right, no, exactly. You wasn't you weren't a Tory fan before right. this. Like so no. like that, like that I'm not I'm not surprised. Because of that. because of interviews and things that I've like heard from people who know him, I just is something about him I just can't rock with. But yeah, it's it's all exhausting. Um just like this whole Brianna Taylor incident. Um the attorney general, Daniel Cameron, uh, they had the whole press conference and before the, the, before the press conference even came about, they issued a state of emergency in the state of Kentucky because they knew shit was about to turn up once they made the announcement that none of the cops were going to be charged for her death. Um, so the cop that was fired in June, um, his last name is Hankinson. He was charged with three counts of wantonly endangering Taylor's neighbors by firing shots that entered their apartment, which is weird because um, Louisville paid $12 million to the uh, to settle the wrongful death suit filed by Brianna's estate, but yet no, <laughs> no cop has been charged for her death. And I just don't see how those two things add up where a cop was charged basically for firing recklessly um, blindly into Taylor's apartment, putting other people around her in danger, but the woman who was actually ki- shot, hit by those bullets and killed, they don't get charged for that. It's okay. Sick. So I haven't, ever since I heard about this whole situation, I haven't posted much of anything about it because I felt this coming. Um, like I knew that no one was gonna be charged. Like I just didn't see justice being served for a black woman. And if that's sad in itself, um, you know, she was hit six times. She was shot six times. And to see online people trying to justify why, you know, she died, why she should, you know, like, you know, saying that her boyfriend, um, Kenneth Walker, you know, fired a warning shot that, you know, for some reason to some people out here, just they feel like that justifies her being dead at this moment because her boyfriend shot, fired a warning shot on a no knock warrant that they were like, of course, if someone is breaking into your, you think someone's breaking into your house and you're a registered gun gun owner, you're going to fire a warning shot to let people know like, yo, I'm strapped, (laughs) don't come this way. But if you don't know that cops are entering your spot, like what are you supposed to do in this situation? It is just so infuriating to the point where I have to push this out of my brain to like live a normal life because it's so incredibly frustrating. Like, what do you do? She was sleeping. 
She was sleeping and she died. This young girl's life has been taken. It is, I, I just really feel like, you know, of course, this system isn't made for people who look like us. It's not made for us to flourish in this in this in this world. Honestly, let the United States no, the world no. Like this is not this place is not made for us. The laws aren't made for people who look like us. God, I, I don't even know like where to <laughs> where to take it. I just it's just no way that they can make this make sense. The Attorney General. Um, he declined to explain the discrepancy or respond to the 13 other questions about the case. They just like, hey, here it is. It is what it is. And deal with it. We out. Just continue, How do you guys feel about it? Just to continue to give us just no faith, no faith in the, um, the legal system of the lack of the investigation is just is sad. It's like this. I'm just, like we're repeating ourselves every time something else come up. They're not doing anything. And they don't give a fuck because it's like about them and they don't care about us brown skin. Kids, men, women, it don't matter. They just don't give a fuck. Right. It's been so many black people, uh, women and children Mm -hmm. in particular, who have been killed in their sleep, who have been. By police. Yeah. Like they they bust up in people's apartments and homes Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night when people are the most vulnerable and people have lost their lives and to not see justice is just this cycle that just keeps repeating. Like, at what point does this end? It's, it's not. Like, it's the most frustrating shit. It's not. Um, um, yeah, no, this whole thing is like a bit frustrating. Um, man, is in, um, uh, in our minds, because we are the oppressed, it's, it, it, it seems as though the, like, the, like, it's an easy fix. But it's definitely not an easy fix when there's a whole population of people that actually want the system to stay the the way that the system is. Um, I do think that I think it's time for us as a as as a community, black community, people, not even black community, people of color, because and this might shake some people the wrong way. But as y'all know, I don't give a fuck uh, that. I'm going to say people of color because the truth is, is that, yes, you know, as black people, we want to be like, well, this is about black lives. Like, yes, yes, it's about black lives. But we also need to start um, fighting smarter instead of, you know, um, harder. I mean, you know, like instead of wearing ourselves thin, we need the numbers as blacks. We are only 12 13 percent of the population so we we need the numbers so yes i'm going to say people of color i'm speaking to brown i'm speaking to asian i'm speaking they've all had some type of racial discrimination place you know uh you know situations within their communities second like to think that a simple conviction is going to bring forth the justice that brianna taylor you know, deserves, I think that's a, that, that we sold ourselves short, completely short to like, like, and once again, we fell in line with the routine and the system that they've given us. What needs to happen is we like, we need to completely ratify the, the, um, constitution that allows for shit like that to happen. Like the, the attorney general can simply say that what those cops did was constitutional. 
And that is the document that we, so how do the we get people, to the are point? supposed to. You, they, you, the Constitution can be ratified. And the, and the sad thing is that it's only been ratified 27 times. It's over. It's close to being 300 years old. So, so how fact, do we get to the point where we can change the Constitution? Oh, that I don't have. I, I, I haven't said and thought that out completely yet. But that's where it needs to be done. Because even if we were to convict one cop of, you know, for the life of the, the life of Breonna Taylor, there's going to be another Breonna Taylor as long as that Fourth Amendment still exists, where it gives law authorities the permission to bust in your home with probable cause. Like, oh, well, I think you have some criminal activity. I'm just going to come busting in and blazing like that gives them that permission. There's a so lot of you, laws. There's so, a lot of laws that are that that give law enforcement that leeway that we need to completely go back and, and rewrite and revisit. Like that's what I think that when I was sitting here thinking about it, it's like it's beyond a conviction. Like right. that shit shouldn't even be allowed at all. And I feel like this is, you know, a, a good point to bring up why voting is important because Daniel Cameron, the attorney general was elected into office. So voting is important. You gotta, just because he's black doesn't mean that he's gonna be for, for us. Um, you know, he seems to low key look like he's a puppet for Trump's agenda and the Republican party's agenda. And to, you know, for people to say that they're not voting this is a prime example of why it is important to go out and show up and show who you would rather have in office instead of someone who's not going to get shit taken care of. But also, also the same thing that, that you and I have been preaching for this, for this whole time, do your due diligence and find out what that person's agenda is. Exactly. Don't, don't go off of something as simple as the color of their skin. Exactly. Because I'm pretty sure I can find someone in the state of Kentucky that went that voted for that man because he was black. Right. That's what I mean. And like, so, like, do your like, due diligence. Go and do your research. See what these people's platform is all about. Like, yeah, you don't really rock with a certain Republican or Democrat, you know, whatever party that you go for. Do your research and see what these people are really about, what their platform is, what they are trying to, you know, impact with, you know, if they are um, eventually elected. These elected officials are are failing the their people, us taxpayers. They're they're really like they're fucking up. And I hope I hope, you know, Kentucky really sees what's going on right now and they get that nigga the fuck up out of there. Cause this Man, shit is sick. I know I'm gonna seem I'm gonna I'm gonna sound radical, but to be honest, like sometimes when you go when you find a building and you try to uh uh, uh what's it called like rehab it, sometimes you just gotta knock the whole fucking building down and just build all over. And right. I'm starting to have a feeling that like that's exactly what needs to be done. Like this whole fucking like you know that people have been like zoning in on police reform. No, the whole fucking system needs to be extracted and rebuilt. Because it was never no longer for us. To include, it, to include others. It was never designed to include others. When that Fourth Amendment was written, like, we as Black people weren't even considered to be human. So to think that that, that, that 
law is going to that is going to be upheld, you know, or was is not going to be upheld, or they're going to make an exception when it comes down to a black woman's life is to be. It's honestly, it's a bit um like crazy. So. So yeah, like it needs to all be like I, to me. I think we need to throw the whole fucking government away. Like I think it's honestly time. No, I'm serious. I'm dead ass. It sounds crazy. <laughs> people, it you, sounds crazy because it sounds, it's, it's damn near impossible. No, it's yeah. not. It's, it's, it's honestly it's gonna, it's not, it, it, it will it's take not damn a near, whole it's, lot. It will take a not, lot of solid. It will take a lot of solidarity. Exactly, that, but it's not to say impossible means that it's that it can't happen. And so, and y'all know I'm very particular about like words. Like to say impossible, damn near impossible, it means like like it damn near can't happen. And like I get what you're saying. Like we probably won't see it in our in our lifespan. But th- that's where we're that's where we're going towards. Like the, like it like we can't think that we can honestly continuously like change our our experience here in this country through. Through through this system that was given to us that wasn't for us, like I think that's a bit kind of like insane and it's crazy because other countries have overthrown their government, like other countries have successfully overthrown their government. Like it's honestly time for some new shit. Like the fact that our presidents still are of a certain of of an old age. Like why do we have such old ass presidents? Like am I the only one asking? Why are they at seventy? Why? Why is why are there positions that are life term? Why? When it's obvious that that judge is no longer with the times. Like why? Why is that a thing? Why like why is there electoral uh college? Like why? It no longer serves its purpose. It did a uh, 100 years ago whatever, but it no longer serves its purpose and actually it gives way more room for for cor- corruption and crookedness. Why are there private prisons? How how can you be federally charged and charged on a state level but sent to a private prison where the 13th amendment states that if you are a prison if you are a in prison or a prisoner you are technically a slave. What how and why? Why is that a thing? How are we sitting talking about this is rehabilitation or you know like and and, and it shows that shows that Men are coming out of prison and they are worse than when they went in there. Like school systems fucked up. I'm talking about every level. Things are just fucked. Honestly, if it continues this way, we're going to end up turning into a third world country. Complete third world country. We're definitely on our way. But change is happening. It is. It it may look microscopic, but change is happening. Um, You know. It's really day by day, month by month, because and year by year, it's 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 happening, but it's slow. So that may you know frustrate people because it's not in because you know a lot of us we look for instant gratification. It's not going to be that. It's the really slow and steady. It's a marathon, like Niffy said. Right. It's really a marathon. Right. And and what I'm asking is not it's definitely it's definitely not instant gratification. I guess my whole thing is just like it. It's kind of like. I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't. I can't think now. I can't really think straight tonight. But well, look, it, well, look. it just seems like. So let's let's uh, switch topics here because that that whole shit is just incredibly frustrating. But I want to talk about Vanessa Bryant. You know, she has had one hell of a year. 
Um, January, her whole life was turned upside down where she lost her child and her husband. She has recently filed a lawsuit against the Los Angeles County Sheriff claiming that deputies shared unauthorized photos of the crash that killed Kobe and Gianna Mm. and seven other people. Um, The deputy, I guess, was like on a date and I guess he was trying to impress a woman and you know, decided like, oh yeah, I was there when this happened and here's the photos. And I believe that woman was mortified. Like, why would you take pictures? So it got out that he, you know, took pictures of the crash site and he may not be the only one that did it. So um, she has filed a lawsuit and I hope she gets everything that she's asking for. But while she's grieving the loss of her child and her husband um, having a traumatizing year, she has also... She's also dealing with some issues with her mother. Not her mother-in-law, but her own mama. So her mama (laughs) was on a Spanish show called... Look, let's see how my Spanish is, okay? She was on a show called El Gordo y la Flaca. Y'all tell me how how that sounds when when y'all listen to this. So she was on the show to explain her recent falling out with Vanessa. So Vanessa's mother, Sophia, claims that Kobe took care of her financially while he was alive. But Vanessa cut ties with her after Kobe passed away. And we didn't know anything really about Vanessa and her family. We really didn't hear much about Kobe and his relationship with his family. But now that he has passed away, you know, people are talking and it just it's just really unfortunate that private matters are becoming public, especially in the middle of grieving. I just I just really hate that for her. So she provided a statement to the program in response to her mom's claims. So she said, my husband and daughter passed away unexpectedly. And yet my mother had the audacity to do a television interview speaking negatively about me while shedding tears for a car and a house that were not in her name. She has removed all of her diamond jewelry, emptied the apartment I provided, and put away the furniture to make it look like she doesn't have my support. My husband and I supported her financially for the past 20 years and continue to do so in addition to her monthly alimony. Contrary to previous reports, she has not been physically present or emotionally supportive of my daughters and me after my husband and daughter passed away. Now I see what is most important to my mother, and it's more than painful. I hope that everything that is coming out about our personal relationship ends here. This is this is sad. And what this makes me think of is there are a lot of people who feel like because someone is your family that you have to keep them in your life and keep them around no matter how toxic they may be to you this is a prime example of like sometimes you just need to cut people off just because you know Vanessa you know and her husband were financially well off does that that doesn't mean that this is like just because you're her mother doesn't mean that you're supposed to be taken care of for the rest of your life not to mention this, her husband and her daughter, they died in a traumatic way. And you go on an interview, not even what, eight months after their passing to talk about how you're not being taken care of financially. It is so incredibly fucked up. And this just, 
I just wanted to ask you guys, like, do you guys have a family member that you've had to cut off or that you've had to sever ties with because of their toxic behavior? And Absolutely. Because, because I feel like they, they, people have this happen in their families, but people are always advised, well, that's your mom, or that's your brother, or that's your dad, that's your... But they are literally causing harm to your emotional, mental, physical, like your psyche. Like, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think it's definitely draining. Uh, I've had a family member, actually a couple family members who I had to cut off, you know. I just feel like Vanessa Bryan's mom is like a perfect example of like why it's acceptable to cut off toxic people no matter who they are in your life, family, sister, brother, or not, um, they will always be toxic and end up poisoned. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't believe that they will always be toxic. And I also mm-hmm. believe by, like, by by staying around and, like, and um, accepting that behavior, you're enabling them. And, you know, and it's not only stunning your growth, it's also stunning their growth. I uh, personally had to cut off my own mother. Um, you know, growing up, our relationship was rocky. And then once I got into like my early 20s, it really became very rocky. Um, And I just completely like, I went damn near two years without talking to her. And the the gag to that was we lived literally down right down the street from each other. So it wasn't like we were like in two different states or whatever. Like, no, live right down each other, right down the street um, from each other. And the reason why I say E that I don't believe that they will always be toxic is because, you know, I, I cut her off and we both did some growth, like both did some healing and both, you know, grew. And now we're closer than ever. And also we, we've learned how to manage each other, you know, like we've given each other that respect and learn how to manage each other. But I'm definitely not against cutting off families like anybody can get it I mean I get that I just haven't had that experience right so like that's good that you guys like your mom is able to grow and you know not want to be as toxic as she was with you growing up you know what I'm saying like I haven't had that experience with the people I had to cut off with so right basically for me and I'm in my late 20s (laughs) 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 girl um you yeah, dirty. No, I, have, I haven't had Stop that. Uh, I haven't had that, you know, experience yet. So you know, right. you know, I'm gonna be honest. I moved across the country from my family. Um, I'm in Vegas. My family is North Carolina. Uh, I had some toxic family members that I definitely had to like physically remove my presence. Mm-hmm. And I'm just out here minding my black ass business and happy. <laughs> so. I'm it's all good. for whatever, whatever makes you happy and makes you feel good and makes your life better, your quality of life better. Do that shit. Blood. Look, I have I, my, my, my best friend. She always says that, you know, she has family that she has chosen. And that's her her friends. Chosen family. And I, I like that term because sometimes. <sighs> Like, I, I love the fact that, you know, with you, Meek, that you were able to, you know, take your time from your mother and you guys grew and were able to reconcile and come back together. 
different people. I mean, you know, you go through different things and you grow and and I, and also as also it was a lot of things that 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 had to change. Like you just like you just have to accept that there's just certain people that you can't experience in a certain way. Like me and my mom, we cannot live together. Love her to death, we can't live together. You know, I can't like, live with nobody. And and it's like and it's also like certain type of you know like exchanges that we just cannot have together. And like we and we both understand that. So it's like now we're able to actually enjoy each other. So it's like, um, yeah, we said that's yeah. Ama- that that's amazing that you can do that. Like I wish, yeah, I the wish toxic in my but life, me, you know. But 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 like I'm I said okay. last episode, my toxic trait is I will cut you off and peace out, and you will never hear from me again. And I'm okay with that. I, however, it make you feel. Yeah, sorry, that's on you. But I have to do what makes me happy and what helps me grow as a person. Like, whatever you did that made me do that, I'm sure it was for a reason, and I had to do it for a personal growth. Vanessa is grieving right now, and grief is different for everyone. So if her mother needs to be out of the picture for her to get better and to heal, then that's just what the fuck needs to happen. Yeah, man. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's, a, that's, a, that's, another, that's another lesson, too. Uh, parents, I hope, like... Please understand that your children, your children are going to be the ones that take care of you if you set it up right once you get older. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like to just walk around with this, this like entitlement, like I I shitted you out. You bet like, nigga, no. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, nigga, no, it doesn't work that way. You know what? I just found out that a friend of mine uh, she had a fallen out with with her dad because he, after you know she you know become became an adult, he felt like he could ask her for money because he paid child support. So it's kind of like, well, I paid child support for you while you were a child. Now you're an adult, so you kind of like owe me. It's like what kind you of can, entitlement? I don't owe you shit. You can kiss my ass from the motherfucking back. Okay. I mean, no, I mean, kiss, suck a dick from the back. Like <laughs> that's that, that's that bullshit, and that's that, that that's that toxic bullshit. Like, no, no. Oh, and she was like, "Well, I, I, I haven't spoken to my dad since he called and asked me for money. I told him no because she was like, I was a college student, I was broke, and he thought just because you know I was studying abroad that he could just." That that he, I guess because she was studying abroad, it looked like she was doing well for herself financially. He could just ask mm-hmm. her for money, and she was like, "Well, I ain't got it." He hung up on her. He was like, "Oh." But then that too, because like to be honest, like I like in my adulthood, you, people go through peaks and valleys. So I'm not I'm not the one to say like, "Oh, you know, because you're her dad, you can't ask her for money." No, people go through peaks and valleys, but it's it's the it's the response. When you don't get the response that you that you want, no, or or, <laughs> or the setup, or the setup where you try to make it seem like I'm obligated to fucking do it, like right. no, you know, like absolutely like, not. I didn't ask to be here, <laughs> right? At all, right? <laughs> and did you raise me to become this, you know, this financially stable, independent person that could take care of you in the in your time of need? Because some people just be like. There are some parents out here who will have children because they are looking for someone to take care of them later. And that is the craziest thing to me. That's but, 
yeah, it, it's really it's really sick. And with that, I just really hope that these kids that grow up into adults understand that at some point it is okay to remove that toxic behavior out of your lives. Yeah, I would like to move on, y'all, to the red light special. If you guys have a question for the ladies of the Crazy Sexy Cool podcast, shoot us a DM at crazysexycoolpod at gmail.com. Uh, wait, what did I just say? <laughs> shoot us a DM at crazysexycoolpod on Twitter and Instagram or shoot us an email. And we, just, and, we just, <laughs> <laughs> and we just may answer your question on the show. So today... Um, we got some. We got someone asking for advice. So she says, a little over a year ago, she broke up with her boyfriend of three years for cheating. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this young lady broke up with her boyfriend of three years for cheating and getting another woman pregnant. He recently called, wanting to reconcile and get back together because he recently found out. That the baby was not his. Mm-mm-mm. So he wants her back because he considers her as the one that got away. And she would like to know whether she should take him back or not. She says, of course, he admits to cheating, but says this situation that he went through has completely changed his outlook on life. So what do you guys think? Should she consider taking him back or should she move on? What's I'm not taking him back. Um, me personally, I don't go backwards. Okay. Um, you really only get one chance with me. I think I said this before on our show. <laughs> yes, yeah. You only get one. Ch- <laughs> you only get one chance with me. Um, your one take if, with Liz. Yeah, and you mess up. Like there was only one person who actually had a second chance, and that was the you know father of my child. But you know that didn't work out well. But um, other than that, you know. So it's, it's a no for you, Doc? It's a no for me. But, I, I mean, I can't speak for her. You know what I'm saying? If she solely really loved this man and still has, she, she's obviously thinking about it. Like having second, yeah, second, some people second don't, Some people don't consider cheating as like a, you know, the end all be all. What do you think, Meek? Um... Uh, it all depends on where she's like, like where her feelings lie. Like, I, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not like a one, like, oh, you only have one, one chance with me. I'm not like that. Uh, especially if it's something that like I've been rocking now, 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 if you just some nigga I met, yeah, yes, like that. But if they were together for three years, if you were like together, you know what I'm saying? Like that. More than likely, yeah, I'm not, oh, oh, you know, you fucked over and I'm not, I'm not, I don't move that way. But it also does, it does matter, like, where I'm at um, with my feelings when it comes to you. Because there is a, there is a moment where, where my feelings will completely, you know, be depleted. Like, I'm no longer, like, I, I look at you and I don't, I don't feel nothing. So there, there, I, there, there is that crossing moment. So if I'm, if I've crossed that moment, then yeah, you don't have a fucking chance. But um, I'm all about people showing their actions. So he can sit here and say like it's changed his life, and if she's able to actually see the change of how he's viewing life, 
and see it and see him apply it and she still is in love with him, that could, you know what I mean? That could be that person that she needs to be on the poach rocking with. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> What is your your whole thing about rocking on the porch with with Bruh, your heart? Like, she sees that in her in I, her um in my her vision, her vision board, her vision. Yes, she like no, but I but no, but literally I see it with my I see it with my grandmother. I saw it with my mom, like the like the older they got and like them being single and seeing my mom. She's now you know now remarried and seeing how happy she is now that she has her partner. Like, it's not about like, like you need him, but like her life is, is there's way more understanding. I'm seeing her approach, you know, situations differently than she would in the past with other men and her being single. And it's like, once you find that person, like your, your partner, like, yeah, like it's different. Life is different. So you know, you don't want to miss out on your partner because you're so worried about outside, like, right? And <laughs> I and no, no real talk because people people fuck up, people fuck up. Real talk. I don't know what happened around that time of him cheating, like, and what that was. I that part I don't know because that plays a big part in it as well. You know, it also depends on like. The, the hurt that that brought, you know, because it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, I'll take them back. But, sis, have you actually healed? Are you in a place where you can actually talk about the mm-hmm. hurt that he mm-hmm. caused? Because you're going to have to talk about it. You're not going to be able to just start all willy-nilly like ain't shit fucking happen. Y'all are going to have to have a conversation about what happened and what went wrong on both ends. On both ends. So, so for me, I feel like um, if she feels like she will look back and regret not at least trying, then she should give it a shot. And if he again proves that, you know, that she, he's not the one, then you peace out. But you can always peace be out. like, at least, at least I, I gave, gave it a shot. shot. Right. I gave you a shot. But also um, in the mix of giving it a shot, be honest with yourself. And be honest, and when I say be honest with yourself, be honest with the pace. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you you think that you good until something comes about and you're like, nah, like I'm not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not right. I'm not okay. So you might have to take a slower pace and he's gonna have to respect that. Like he ain't got no fucking choice. He's gonna it's either you're gonna respect it or you're gonna fucking leave. So Yeah, because like, I mean that that situation can be traumatic. Like I, I feel for men who you know, they feel like they have a baby, you know, a baby's on the way because that, that brings on a lot of emotions for men. Like, oh my God, there's a new life about to be brought into this world and you're preparing for this. And then to find out later that this child is not yours, that you have been like mentally, emotionally preparing yourself for, that can be a traumatizing moment. And I know that can shift how you think. So, I feel like, you know, not saying like I'm trying to, you know, turn him into a victim because things happen where, you know, he out here having unprotected sex with a woman who's out here having unprotected sex with other men. So this was a decision that he made, but I feel like this is something that should absolutely change your life. So if she is willing to take him back 
and to try it again, I wouldn't blame her for it. I wouldn't be like, oh, girl, that's stupid. Why would you take him back? He cheated. Uh, like, no. I, I say give it a shot. That's my, also, that's my advice. Give also, it a shot until he proves that he ain't, he ain't shit. Also, go to so counseling. No for me, dog. Also, go to counseling. Like, go to counseling right now. Like, right now. Or eat, and even maybe even have a, a period where, like, Y'all have like a, a a friendship period first, you know what I mean? Like I I definitely wouldn't just rush into some like, oh we back together. Like right. nah, I would definitely put him on like a ninety day, <laughs> a ninety day period. Okay, Steve like, Hart, come on. <laughs> a ninety day period of like. I know, she's serious about the ninety <laughs> days though. Oh God, oh, God. <laughs> a ninety day uh, rebuilt period, and it's not on some like. If I don't, you know, it's not on some like if I don't see this, then then I'm out. It's just like you can you apply night probation. You exactly because like you can you can apply this to anything in life when it comes down to like you know changing, uh, you know, on taking on something new, something different, something that might be challenging, like working out. You know, if you can stick to it for 90 days, it's actually less than 90 days. But for sure, if you stick to it rigorously, night like you're you're in you're good. Like like it be it's now your habit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if someone is committed to doing right by you and in 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 showing change, like yo, like no, I'm really about this. Because honestly, within the first 60 days, night through 30 days, they gonna be like, yo, I'm tired of talking about this. We've talked about this already. Like. You know what I mean? If you start getting that, maybe you should like reassess. But if he's like, babe, no, like we gotta, we got, I wanna stick this through. I wanna fight for this. And you see that determination, you see that will, then th to me, that helps give you, helps rebuild that trust and help, you know, you re reinstate that, that reassurance that you had that, you know, before, before he cheated. So okay. I think that the 90 day probation period, he, now, don't tell him he's on a 90-day probation period because that will fuck it up and that will also interfere with the intentions of shit. Don't say nothing. Just go through niggas, it. Niggas like a challenge. Absolutely. Like, don't <laughs> say shit about the 90 days. Just go through it. You know what I'm saying? And be like, okay, like, all right, I'm going to give you 90 days and just see how see how you're going to work with that, you know? Right. But also, y'all need to go to counseling. Y'all definitely need to go to counseling. All right, y'all. So this show is almost two hours. So we're going to wrap this up. But before we do, let's ask Meek for her quote of the week. Oh, Lord. Okay. So I have one. I just completely forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to put some theme music in right here. The Jeopardy uh, music. No. So um, like I said before, with this, with everything that's going on in, in the hot topics and everything, I just felt like perception was like key to all of it. And a lot of studies show that perception is actually even more important than reality because it has a, a big, uh, a bigger effect on like your reactions and, you know, to things. Anywho, um, my quote is, the outer world is a reflection of the inner world. Other people's perception of you is a reflection of them. Your response to them is an awareness of you. Take that with you. All right. Dr. Meet Johnson. Um, I was ranting. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, thanks to everyone that have subscribed to us. Thanks to everyone that listens to us 
over on Bomb, Black Opinions Matter. Uh, we do have a YouTube, guys, so you can, of course, you can listen to us, but, you know, we also have a visual. <laughs> Three beautiful black women in Las Vegas talking about the hot topic. So make sure you subscribe. We love comments on YouTube for sure. So until next week, we will holla at y'all. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Drink water. Take baths. Take care of yourself and Work each out. other. <laughs> we out. <laughs> we out. We out. We out.